Yo, yo, yo. A Rocky Podcast episode. What are we on now? Five? Five. Man, it's been a long road so far. We are coming at you. Weekly episodes. We are on Tuesday, episode five. Coming at you with this new talk with the same topics. We do this weekly. We release on every platform. If you're seeing this on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be, we are on Amazon, Apple, Spotify. You can find this podcast anywhere. Just search A Space Rocky Space Podcast. You can also find us on all social medias at A Rocky Podcast, where you can see Blake's fat head making some goofy statements and almost getting voted off almost every time. That's a blast. We have fun here. We're just here to talk about sports and talk about our brotherly love we have sometimes when Blake doesn't make us angry. So today, we are going to lead off. We're going to leave out NFL today. There's nothing new happening in NFL. You know, the draft's coming up. That'll be a topic of conversation as the time comes around. However, it's not here yet. So, as always, we got Cameron on the mic. We got Austin on the tune. And we got Blake on the mic as well. But before we start, hey, Dan Snyder, sell your team. Oh, you, trash, right. you trash owner. All right. That just took the Rocky, Rocky Wow, Rocky what, a, what a Rocky start. <laughs> so, first on the agenda, we have NBA. We're going to talk about the NBA. The NBA is live and up and coming right now. It is going crazy, going hard. Tune in TNT. They got you everywhere for all your needs. Then we're going to talk about some WWE. You know, it's a weekly episodic running Raw, SmackDown, NXT, whatever the case may be. We are going to talk about it all. We may talk about a little more, get a little into, you know, some of the dream things we have. Some things that maybe we want to we want to live up to. We want to see. We want to hear. We want somebody to go on somewhere. So, let's just kick it off up front with the NBA. The playoffs have begun. We have had some games in there, some teams up 2-0, some series 1-1, some teams play tonight to get the second game. We got to see the play-in victors and who got out of the play-in. I know I did say Paul George is going to put up 40 and the Clippers were going to (laughs) advance. He didn't even play. The second part of it after getting beaten, eliminated, from the very first try at by the Minnesota. Play-in. That's by Minnesota. What? So let's talk about it. I'll let somebody else have the mic. I'll let somebody else talk about what ideas they got. What kind of predictions you got? Just what are your overall thoughts on the tournament? I mean, honestly, though, it's it's a tough one. It's been a tough series for everybody so far. Like Dallas, Utah. Who you know, Luke would be out. Utah just destroyed Dallas game one. Game two, you let Jalen Brunson forty-one points. Unreal. Who who is this man? Now apparently, he, Indy's looking at him as a top priority in Indy. God forbid, Indianapolis. You are just god awful picking players and who are good, who are bad. Um, but Jalen Jalen Brunson might be a little diamond in the rough. Eh, maybe. Uh, Golden State. Dear God, what what they're. Golden State has someone within their roster, as we know, as Jordan Poole, who is literally going to be a star. No matter how you put it, no matter how you say it, Jordan Poole is going to be a star. Yeah, no I, doubt. I say Trey Clay Thompson right now. Yeah, so I mean, it was though? a big thing. They did mention, you know, maybe make this trade. I know we all saw it. It was 
Clay Thompson and James Wiseman for and Ant- a few picks maybe for Anthony Davis. I personally don't know how I feel about it. I mean, if you get rid of you put you could I mean it it could work. It could it put AD at the center, Draymond power, and, and then you get Jordan Poole shooting, Clay be a Steph point guard. I mean, yeah, they it's, they said along with that trade that you'll never see Jordan Poole prosper in Clay Thompson's shadow. Oh no. <laughs> and sadly happened. enough, I think that is true. It's, with uh, the caliber of a player that Clay Thompson is and how how much money he makes and how good he is, the injuries have killed him and taken out almost, you know, a quarter of his career. I mean, him, so, and, him and Steph are in the same boat. Injuries just killed him. So, you know, it's just one of those things where what is the best idea for your team? Do you keep it what you've had? You know, you've continuously been on the path of good – so besides the past couple of years, how really, do you know that you trade Clay and this like team chemistry doesn't just backfire on you because you know you've had the same main core group of guys for ten years now? So you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But yeah, maybe it's time to upgrade now that you have this up and coming rising star Jordan Poole, who I think is a bucket, bucket, <laughs> bucket. To be fair though, I I say you trade him. I mean, of course, you might want to keep the you might want to keep that core of Clay, Steph, and Draymond. But what if Clay? I mean, Clay's good. But what if those injuries? Clay can't come back to what he was before he got injured. And what if Steph? When he, if he keeps getting injured, then he starts because I mean, sooner or later, probably going to start declining. And you trade away or you trade away or let go of Jordan Poole, then you're going to be going all the way back to square one, being stuck with James Wiseman. And not gonna have another star with him like Jordan Poole. I think James Wiseman could prosper if he get without injuries. I think he prospers very well because he's he's a big. He can do that. Can shoot. He can move. I think he if he once he gets to avoid these injuries. I think he's top ten center in the league. Honestly, he's he's gonna be, he's gonna be a very very good player once he overcomes his injuries. I think the Warriors had a, a very like. They're good, don't get me wrong, but I think like even beyond that, they have such a good young core that can be yeah. up and coming stars, and they don't even like know like James Wiseman. We haven't really got to see Jordan Poole. We're getting to see, and he is a bucket. Gary Payton, like third. Yeah, like the whole thing. Kuminga, uh, whatever his name is, he's he's pretty good. Like so, it's just like the Warriors have this interesting, interesting roster. Where they have a lot of these players, like even um, Damian Lee, he he's been showing that he's pretty good. Even you know he may be because he's family of stuff, but still, like <laughs> it, it could be one of those things. So I think the Warriors are potentially one of the favorites. In uh, this. Western Conference Finals, I think. Ain't nobody. Yeah, else. and I mean nobody Phoenix, else is beating them. Phoenix, honestly. don't get me wrong. Phoenix is great. Phoenix is a fantastic team. However. They have not had much success in the postseason, and I think that trend will continue. And I, I don't think they go anywhere. I think, I think they just get lucky because they're the one seed, and they and you know I know they faced the Lakers last year in the final, and then the finals in the first round, but they didn't have Davis, and LeBron was out two of their games, so yeah. like they got lucky. And then like now they're facing the Pelicans. The Pelicans are a team that midway through the season made huge changes. Yeah. So who who even Who's, knows if the Pelicans have that chemistry which right yet. now? They're they're not. They're gonna get four owed. They're gonna four owed. Denver's getting four owed. And then you go to the east side. Toronto's getting four owed. 
and Atlanta's getting four owed. Well, I, I might have to agree with that one. Like, that might be one that I, just, I have to be in agreement not, with. I mean, they're good teams. Though. You made the postseason, congrats. But, like, these Miami, Phoenix, Philly, Golden State, Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee's honestly, I that's that's honest. That's a series that I think is going to be could be a four zero, could be four one four two. I don't think Chicago gives them a run for their money. They they look good in the Paper. like mid quarters, like yeah, yeah. end of the second quarter through the third quarter, beginning of the fourth. They looked really good in the last game they played. I think game two, but game one or game one, yeah. One, game one, game one. Um, but. After that, I think really Chicago just didn't have that drive near the end of the game. They could, they didn't have a closer. They they haven't been here in so long, and a lot of the players on the team have never been like star caliber, you know, postseason players. And it's all just a mashup. So it's like, who do we give the ball to? Do we give the ball to DeRozan? Do we give the ball to Zach Levine? Are we feeding Vucevic in the post? And it just turns into them not knowing who the leader is. Them not knowing how to close the game. And I think Milwaukee's been there, done that, coming off a championship. Giannis being a closer. Yeah, in they're just going to come in and close out the game. They got the lockdown point guard, Drew Holiday, ready to clamp up whoever. Chris Middleton also yeah. play some defense. They Brooke, got Giannis, Brooke, who's locking up Brooke the Brooke Lopez paint. came back. Brooke was, Lopez. Disgusting. Is, the disgusting. Bucks may be the outright winner of the tournament. But that's not what I want to see. What I want to see is what I want to talk about next. The two series that I think are the interesting series. And truly to me, that is the series of the Celtics and the Nets. Mm -hmm. I think think that is a very interesting series. And also, on the other side of the conferences, the same exact number. So Memphis and Minnesota? Memphis and Minnesota. I think it's the same number. Yeah, yeah, they're two both. Two yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure I was yeah. I was fact checking myself. Yeah, the seven and the two. So it's I think Minnesota runs away with that series. Bro, I I think Minnesota runs away with that series. They're hot right now. That, they are they hot. are hot. I, and I I'm glad I'm glad they beat the Clippers hundred percent. I'm glad they finally got they did a win they got a win. It's sloppy, sloppy, sloppy win. But then they came in hot against Memphis that first game. Anthony Edwards popped off. He's so he's gonna be so good. If he eventually future wise, he's gonna be talented in this league. Oh, once he yeah. gets down all the fundamentals yeah. of the game, and I know that like that's a yeah. stretch. He you know he has a jump shot. Yeah. He's hit multiple he's multiple bay, multiple he threes. Is he had that eight or nine three game. So don't get me wrong on that. But once he gets down the full fledged fundamentals of basketball, knowing like what he's come from. Saying he didn't even start playing basketball, he he liked football more. Yada yada yada. Once he gets those fundamental skills down, oh, he is going to be one dangerous player. And then him and Cat too. Carl Anthony Towns is a menace. Carl Anthony Towns. I would love for Minnesota to win just based on everything he's gone through in the past year or two, losing tons of family members, and so it's just like. That would be such a wild ride for Minnesota. That would, that would be an upset. Led by man. the big dog, Pat Bev. Yeah, <laughs> dog of a guard. Get out of here. <laughs> but, no, I mean, hey, they play phenomenal. John Morant locked up. Not really locked up, but, like, he didn't score. I mean, he scored, I think, he had like, 24, 25. But they need more out of him. Yeah, they, they need, need more. They need more out yeah. of him, and then they need more out of the role players because if they lock him up, who's going to do Who's gonna do it for them? Honestly. Yeah. Nobody, because you got Jaron Jackson Jr. He's, I think he's injured. Yeah. And then what next? Who you got? 
I say I wasn't. I think this series is probably gonna go down to like a six or seven game series. Same with the Celtics and Nets. But I do think if um, if Minnesota keeps his momentum going, I think they could they could possibly potentially sweep them. Or if not sweep them, they could probably uh, win it like in game five, five games. It's possible. I mean, I can see it, honestly because. But then whoever if they whoever wins that is getting beat because oh, yeah, they play the they way. play Golden State. And that's just not. I, I honestly, I think Golden State can go undefeated all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Not no doubt. It, I think that all depends on Steph's play. I love they're bringing him off the bench because he's you know, off, the, he's off the bench and he's if Jordan dogging. Poole's going to consistently give you you know twenty twenty five a game. Bring Steph off the bench. Right. He came off the bench. What was it last night? Both games thirty something. Both games he came off. Oh the bench. my goodness! Like that is a. Talent, top five ever talent. Bucket. You cannot get that all the time. Bucket. Change the game. Most impactful, most special player we've ever seen. Change the game for good. Absolutely. And then, you know, talking on the other side, the other 2-7 matchup, what's crazy is I think the Celtics are the underdog in this series, and they're a two-seed versus a seven-seed. But I don't think the Celtics lose this series. I don't care if you have KD. I don't care if you have Kyrie. Kyrie Kyrie might give you 30-40 a game. KD might give you 30-40 a game. You can say they both give you 40. That's 80 points. You're not that, – that 80 points is not going to top the Celtics because you're going to have to have these other people playing, but you got to put into account they are going to – be locked up. The Celtics are a defensive-minded team. Bro, they are the state. They Marcus Smart, as we saw, defensive player of the year. Round of applause for him. You know, looking good, looking good. I love that a guard finally takes home that award. Go ahead, Blake. Say it. Go ahead. <laughs> First guard since Gary freaking Payton to win defensive Top player of the year. Point guard, my ass. <laughs> so, um. I, I praise that. I love that that happened. I think he was well-deserved of it. I love that Rudy Gobert finished third in the rankings. Absolutely beautiful. Um, a small forward? Michael Bridges. Hey, give a round of applause to him, too. Michael Bridges. He's, he's another he wonderful player. He he's another on. one that's – He gets that's, slept on. Yeah, he's, he's one of those players that, you know, he's a corner pop or, you know, he might cut to the basket and give yeah. you a little layup, a little I mean, dunk, something like that. Really, I love that. As you see in the, the, I love that. the first game between Boston and net, the Nets. Marcus Smart was popping up them threes left and right. Man, oh, amen. Swash, I, swash. I am a huge Celtics guy with the team they have. I, I'm i not saying that I like yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm a fan yeah, of the Celtics. Yeah, but I would love to root for the Celtics the whole way. It's so hard. I like Jason Tatum's game. I love Marcus Smart's game. You know, they all play so well together. And I think the more they get the ball – out of Jason Tatum's hands, the better they will be. Yeah, Jason Tatum does not need to put up 20 shots a game because he is only going to give you seven or eight of those as makes. But aside from that, this Celtics team, I think they're a dangerous team. They face Milwaukee. Uh, they face Milwaukee or Chicago, and that's going to be a series. Like if they play Milwaukee, that's a seven-game series. I think the one seed coming out, I mean, what do they have going for them? They may have the sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero. Depends on how that voting goes. I think he will be a unanimous winner. That's just me. I think he deserves it. Coming off average 17, 18. Jordan Pohl question marking that? Six man of the year? I mean, I would not put it past it. 
Honestly, I could I could get yeah, out. Yeah, you just got to recognize Tyler Hero and everything yeah, he's I mean, done. I, yeah, he's and I think he'll be unanimous. I, I could be wrong, you know. I, I, I was wrong about a couple predictions last don't, week. Don't audible mention there Kevin Love coming off the bench for the Cavaliers. Absolutely, man was man was dog <laughs> putting up twenty putting twenty five up, grabbing the eight rebounds. That's for how, being old. Hey, good job. You're doing your job. Shoot the three ball and grab some boards. We love it. But. When it comes to Miami, I think you know. I don't. I don't think they're, they win. They're hit and miss. Yeah, I mean so, they they could four zero Atlanta. Atlanta, easy. They could also go to seven with Atlanta. As we saw, Atlanta took Philadelphia to seven last year. So who knows? Atlanta could come out of nowhere and Trey could start averaging fifty a game. We don't know. Well, but I think no matter what, whatever team gets out isn't coming out of the next yeah. round. Yeah, I think Philly. Philadelphia is a ride to the Eastern Conference Finals, whether they win it or do not win it. Yeah, it I think it's an automatic ride. Philly, Philly's just untouchable right now. Honestly, I, you know, I, I think Joel should win MVP. I know he's not going to because they're going to give it to Jokic. I hate that, but Joel is playing out of his mind. They do. I think they are kind of biased towards the Sixers because the Sixers get a lot more free throws than most teams. But do they play more physical ball and? I understand that, but I think Joel Joel is just a number. He's he's too good right now. He's too hot. And and if you go to if they play in Miami, who's gonna guard him? Bam, Bam's gonna get dogged on. Yeah, Bam's <laughs> an offensive player. Yeah. So. so and then it's just you're not gonna be able to stop him. They can stop James Harden. Jimmy Jimmy Butler can lock him up. And that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the matchup for that. Then you got what Kyle Lowry going to Tyrese Maxey. The Fickums versus the Speedy Boy. Yeah. I don't know. That's gonna be a hard one. And then, like, other than that, it, it's it's gonna honestly. I think that, that if Miami plays Philly, I think it's gonna be the a run for the bench. The bench players are gonna make a difference in this series. Tyler Harris gonna give you thirty yeah. a game. And, yeah, because then you got you know you got multiple players off Philly's bench that can come in and score and do what they need to. Do. And same with Miami. Miami has Tyler Hero come off the bench. Man can do the bucket. And you, if he gets if he's hot in the game. It's that's it's gonna be a close one, but it's Philly over Toronto, four zero, Miami Atlanta four zero, and then you get those two together. I think Philly takes honestly. I think I can see Philly going maybe six games, give it a four two. Easy. What you got, Blake? Let's hear. It. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. <laughs> people, uh, people love it. People, uh, you know, yeah, like to hear your... I got a lot of people that love uh, to hear what Blake has to say, whether it's saying. That guy's an idiot. Or whether it's saying, wow, thank you for put, shedding light on this situation. No, but, but yeah, if uh, Miami and Philly uh, meet each other, like, in the, like, like se- second, in the second round? Yeah. In the second, yeah, round. second round. Yeah, it's, it's going to be definitely be a battle of the benches, mainly. Uh, the starters, I mean, they're going to do their part, but it's really going to be, like, a death, death series. Like, who's got the better death? Um, like I said, I think Miami – I think because of course Miami's got you know Tyler Hero and then also Duncan Robinson as well. So you got two tray balls coming off the bench. And both buckets. Yeah, they're buckets. both both shoot lights out. And then also with the fact that the 76ers, I mean 76ers play more physical ball, I think in my opinion than Miami. But and then anybody, they're the most physical team in the league. But I, I do think the perimeter is probably gonna. Out, uh, outdo. I think the, I interior? think Miami's parameter is going to outdo uh, Philly's interior. Yeah, Philly's interior for sure. Well, since we're on the topic of conversation of Philly, let's talk about Toronto. 
they have a guy who I think we're going to talk a lot about here in a minute. So, Pascal Siakam, he's a power forward. You know what week it is. Cue the music here. You know, the music. It is time for top five. Power forwards. We are on power forwards. That means that next week will be centers. We are considering having a guest next week. We'll poll this on TikTok right here, like as a poll. And we'll see what the votes are for having a guest on the show. Very, very it'll very it'll it'll just be a random person of our choosing, you know, like someone we know, someone we're close with. Yeah. And then if it's it's liked, we may just advance it. You know, we may add more to it. Uh, also, you can see all this at a Rocky Podcast at a Rocky Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow it. Um, yeah. If if you know you may be interested having an outsider's point of view versus us, maybe were too biased in the fact that Blake's an idiot or whatever the case may be. We can bring on somebody that maybe knows what they're talking about. Knows yeah. what they're talking about. Maybe has no idea what they're talking hey. about. We just say, hey, we just want to hear you blindly let, predict. Let them run. Wow. It. You know, I like I like the Hornets logo. Maybe the Hornets are going to be good. You know, just whatever the case may be. So I like the Seattle Supersonics. <laughs> it is our time for our top five power forwards. We are going to start off with the current Pascal Siakam should be on everybody's list. It brought me to that conclusion. So whoever wants to begin can begin. We should, no, I think we should do one. Like, each go one. Oh, each go one. Each Change go, it up. Each, right, go, right, right. each go one, and then we kind of, So who's our number five? Let's go number five first. Who is your all's number five best power forward in the league? I got the man himself, Draymond Green. Draymond, Draymond Green. Man's a... I I actually don't have Draymond on my list. I think with him being hurt, you know, a good amount of the season, I I cranked him off there. My number five is Jaron Jackson, based on how good he got this year and how much he improved over the course of this year. And also, I just wanted to be known, Jaron Jackson got a few first-place Defensive Player of the Year votes. I just want that to be known. He did get a few first First place votes for defensive player. He did good for the beginning part of the season. Yeah, he, he, played good. he dealt with a few injuries, yeah. but he wasn't out that many. I think yeah. he still played sixty something games. So. Man's, man's definitely he. He could be a twenty and ten guy. Oh, absolutely, each, each absolutely. Each absolutely. Who's, your five? Who's your five, Blake? Yeah, my five. <laughs> Here he well, goes. To be yeah. fair, to be fair, it was kind of hard making up this list. So. I mean, but to me, because here's the thing, there's some, there's some players that would have been in our list, but they've either underperformed this season, like really badly. Zion. Zion. No. Oh, no, well, sorry. Performed. My bad. Not Zion. Zion, Zion hasn't even perform. played a single he game performed. this season. Uh, well, it, it, denting the court. Yeah. Doing a 360 window. <laughs> unless you, unless you while count. rehabbing. Yeah, unless you want to count oh, Zion uh, recording himself slam dunking somewhere in Portland. Oregon. I don't, for, I don't even know why he's in Portland, Oregon. Not he's rebuilt it. He's going to Portland. Well, <laughs> Portland in his future. Uh, yeah, that or underperforming like a certain certain Nick, certain uh, New York Nick up there. Number, oh, where what number, a wildcat thing to do. Right. What a wildcat yeah. thing to so, do. So who's your five, Blake? Who uh, is number five? Number five, I got to go with somebody on the Wizards. And I'm talking about that person who got traded off the Lakers to the Wizards. You know, a dog. Kyle Kuzma. Can we talk Kyle about Kuzma? <laughs> so yeah, I think Kyle Kuzma is, is, is Kyle Kuzma's number five on my list. But to be fair, he has improved, and also the Amen. fact he's got, he's got right. out of that that 
you know that literal um don't talk bad about like the Lakers. Okay? Well, dude, that little toxic environment in LA. It's I not mean, toxic. You know, it, it, he won it, a championship. It, it, hey, he won a championship. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's kind of toxic. He got what he needed. He he said, "All right, I'm, I can scoot." Uh, you know, it's it's kind of toxic. Well, not there. really. He scooted, but you know. But yeah, ever since he got out of LA, he has been dogging up there and up in uh, Washington for the Wizards. So yeah, yeah, he's he crashed he crashed my top five list at number five for me. Who's number four on your list? Number four, I would probably have to go with more than likely Draymond for me. Draymond at number four. I'm not, I'm not mad about yeah. Draymond being on the list at all. I think Draymond is a valid person to be on this list. I just left him off. That makes sense. So, for my four, I have Pascal Siakam at four. That is my four. Pascal Siakam, I think, with. The way he went to the Raptors, <laughs> I think yeah. the Raptors being as good as they are, I think he was a valid source. Uh, when Van Vliet wasn't given 30, Pascal Siakam was given 30. Yep, yep. So it, it's just one of those things. I think he, he cranks the list. I, okay, so my mine might come a little surprised. I got Kevin Love. Like I said earlier. Kevin Love. Like I said earlier. Man, honestly, off the bench for Cleveland, I think he carried him off the bench. Man was Absolutely. Man was I, I, won't, I won't disagree. They made the playoffs, yeah, yeah, too, they, so. Yeah, they made playoffs. Well, playing a game, you know, I'll give it a oh, okay, yeah. Forgot this time. He was just he was just one that, that, that and plus, you know, being a pure, a pure power forward throughout all of it, I think he's just shooting the ball, <coughs> rebounding the ball, great. So, go ahead, crank out your number three. Uh, four. Uh, I got Siakam at my three. Siakam at three. I got Siakam at three. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree I, with that. Trust me, I don't disagree. Yeah, with no, that. I, like I guess one and two you can kind of go obvious, but three, four, and five you can kind of play around with. Them. Oh, I, okay. I think, I think. Well, since you said that, one and two you can play around with. So my number three is Anthony Davis. Um, I think Anthony Davis. You know, when he plays, he's you know a great player, but he didn't really play. Yeah, that's, yeah. He, I, that's the only thing he, I say. he came in, you know, came back, big comeback for him, and he, you know, messes up his ankle again. So it's just like one of those things where he's a hit or miss type of guy. Do you or do you not want him? I'm perfectly fine with him being one, two, three, four, well, five. It doesn't matter to me. But I, I do have him at three. Yeah, for me, well, of course, I'm probably going to more. I had it as a your pick, your, which is Siakam. So it's fine. There's really no. So I mean, Siakam, he's 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 a, he's a he, he does well up there in Toronto. He's also the sec. He's probably I think their second or first piece, either the first or second piece for the for uh, Toronto mm-hmm. for scoring. If Fred VanVleet, like you said, if Fred VanVleet can go, then you got Siakam. But then you also have Scotty Barnes, but Scotty Barnes is hurt right now. So. <laughs> so who's your number two? Number two, of course, is uh, with the two initials A. Do fit now. Hey, doofus. So. Hey, doofus. Cranking yeah. out number two on your list. Austin, who's your number two? I got AD. AD. Yeah, AD's my number two. Uh, well, Go ahead. Go ahead. What is it? My number two <laughs> Who is, is your Giannis two? Antetokounmpo. Um, he's going to crank out number two for me. I feel like he is not the best power forward in the league. What? So, you all, uh, at nope. number two. Time, time out. out. Time out. <laughs> did, you, did, you just, did you just say Giannis is number two? I did say Giannis is number two. Okay. Should we start a poll for him? I want to call <laughs> right here, right now. Do you agree with Cameron's number two, with number two as Giannis? 
as your as your top as as in your I top mean, five list. So you want me to say my number one? Uh, go ahead, go ahead. What are your number ones? What are your number Giannis. ones? Giannis. Say, say it up once. Giannis. Three, two, one. Giannis. 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 Beautiful. My number one, however, is Kyle Kuzma. Okay. Kyle Kuzma <laughs> is a dog. Oh, Let me Lord. tell you. Start the poll. Kyle, Kyle Kuzma oh, is the bad. best power forward in the <laughs> He plays on the Washington Wizards, and when Bradley Beal is out there shooting six for ninety, Kyle Kuzma's there. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. From the three, getting buckets. Oh, However, he is tied for first. He is tied first with a man. One man, one myth. I'm going to say he's a power forward. We may not say he's a power forward. I don't really care. No matter what, he will tie him. Josh Giddy. He is coming out there getting triple-double after triple-double after triple-double. He is a dog. He's a young talent. Josh he's prospering. Josh Kitty is, is a, a point guard. Forward. I don't care. Point guard. Man's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. No, he is way taller than that. We'll fact check that. Yeah, I think he's like 6'8". I'll check that. He right might. Now. He might not. He, he, I think he's in the six, 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 right six, eight range. Hold on. But uh, I don't even think he's listed as power forward. But <laughs> I'll say he's a power guard. forward. We didn't mention a small forward. So I'm gonna say Kyle Kuzma is my number one power <laughs> he's forward a with a little, a little bit. Touch above Josh Giddy. There's an asterisk with Josh Giddy's name right. A little asterisk, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, because <laughs> of, based on his stats. But those are our top five. So, so if we want to rerun through yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Them. So I go. I got Draymond, Love, Siakam, Davis, and then Giannis. And oh, okay, me. so back to front. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, the, gotcha, the order gotcha, we gotcha. went. The order we went. Yeah. So. Yeah, for me, for, for me, top five, uh, not top five, but my number, my, but my top five list. It goes from five, uh, Kuzma, then four, Draymond, then three, Siakam, then two, AD, or each, or I should call it a doofus that a, don't make the playoffs, that can't make the playoffs, <laughs> a, don't make the playoffs, hey, <laughs> don't make the playoffs, and then number one, Giannis, and then. Cameron's list. Cameron's. Uh, just to fact check, Josh Giddy is 6'8", 205. All right, sorry, six, sorry, eight, sorry. 6'8", 205. Still not a power um, forward. Therefore, he is the same height as uh, Draymond Green or uh, Donkey from Shrek. Um, however, <laughs> donkey. my top five, donkey, and donkey. five, we got Jaron Jackson. Four, we got Pascal. Three, we got A. D. Uh, <laughs> two, we got Giannis, and number one, we have our Lord and Savior, our goat, our bow down to him. That's Take cool. our hats off Jesus and Lord. give him a nice moment of silence. He's not dead. Moment of silence. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> the goat, Kyle Kuzma. Absolutely beautiful, August stunning. Glad we're through that. That concludes the podcast. We're done after that. Yeah, for, for all the list that I've done. See you all later. Goodbye. No, no, God. I mean, so now, I mean, now we got. The real one, top five power forwards all time. Yeah, all time. Top yeah. five all time power forwards. Let's just let's just run through our list. Just run through it. No explanations. I know we're all gonna have decently similar lists, yeah. but I just want I want the conversation to be at the very end. Let's all drop our yeah. top fives and then we can argue. I'll I'll even run first. One, Dirk. Two, Timmy Duncan. Three, Giannis. Four, Kevin Garnett. Five, Chris Webber. Oh, go all right, go Blake. Uh, number one, I got Tim Duncan. Two, Dirk and Whiskey. Three, Giannis. Four, Kevin Garnett. And then five, Chris Posh. Oh, Chris. I got, <laughs> I, I got, I got Timmy D. I got KG. I got Giannis. I got Pal Gasol, and Trash. I got Dirk at my five. Dirk at five. Oh, good yep. lord! Absolutely. 
I, I get it. Dirk may have not that may have may not have won as many rings as Pal Gasol, but he's be, he's a better player than Pal Gasol. No. All right. Just yes. just for reference. Tell me what uh, Pal- if your name is Brandon Cranmer and you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. I want to know out of those five that we just said, three list. Whose list? Made you want to turn the video or podcast <laughs> off more. Who's <laughs> mine? Austin's Blake's. We can run through again. I got Dirk, Tim, uh, Giannis, KG, Chris Webber. I think he might have a heart attack from uh, you. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the Giannis thing from, made it. No, no, he, I he think he might have a heart attack from Terry. Giannis is number two, and Kyle Kuzma is number one. So I think he might have a heart attack. Or our whole Philly talk. That's the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might get it to get him. Y'all hate Big Man so much. If he's still here. Uh, Jokic should be MVP and Giannis should be second. Joel shouldn't even be top five. So Blake, so yeah, have a good one. Big man, big so Blake, man. Read, read, go through your list real quick one more time. My, my list, I got number one in Tim Duncan, number okay. two, Dirk Nowitzki, number three, Giannis, number four, KG, and number five, Chris Bosh. And if Pal Gasol would have been in there, he would probably have been five, but he's an honorable mention for me. So he'd probably be at six for me. Yeah, he'd be at like 50 for me. 50? No shot. You're telling oh, me. Oh, absolutely. You're telling me. Pal Gasol was an amazing player. I don't he know, was I don't... amazing, but he got carried by Kobe. Let's okay. not forget. Amen. So, so did KG. KG got carried by Paul Pierce and Ray Allen. I'm not kidding. Ca- different... We're talking about Minnesota. I'm talking about Minnesota KG. KG right? Man, no, I'm talking about KG all through. I'm t- if we're going to talk about that, I mean, Dirk. KG but... all through the big Dirk. Dirk, got Dirk a carried run. everybody. Dirk had one good season. Dirk, one. Crazy. Dirk carried one. everybody. One good season. Dirk carried that entire franchise LeBron, from the day he, he got drafted. LeBron couldn't hold Dirk. Okay. Yeah. They couldn't hold Tim Duncan. Dirk. They also had either here They also had – wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a whole – Ginobili Parker and Tim Young, you add them ages, they're ages of 200 years old. All no, right. no, 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 300. <laughs> God, them are some old dogs. Granted, they had Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that's young, you know. But still. I, Dog. Uh, Saul, did wait, like, who's Kawhi Leonard? Did he play this season? What were his stats? What were his stats looking like? Zero hey, I, I do, do uh, kind of go off topic. Yeah, go off topic for a second. I did see a picture that said, if LeBron in 80s three years together was a failure, then what was Paul George and Kawhi's? To you all, was it a failure? Worse than the Lakers? Been, have they been together for three years? Or yeah, I think I think it's going on three years, or next year will be three years. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you. Did they? They played together, right? I mean, I, mean, I, I like literally couldn't even tell you a memory. I, I think they two played, in a game but they didn't play that that much together. Compared, I, I, compared they didn't go to the playoffs because one of them because Kawhi got hurt, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Was it in the playoffs or before? It was before, it was before. and he's still out. Yeah. Well, so he, I don't know how you judge that. So the bubble, well, no. Now you can go back to the bubble too. The bubble they played but, together. But I don't even think LeBron and AD is a failure. They got a ring. That's what. That that's that's why. That's yeah. why I was kind of like. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I people, mean, I don't have people see this as a. If you win a ring, that's not a. Failure. I think it's because yeah. people expect like when all stars come together, they're supposed to go out and grab multiple rings. Plus, because, and plus it's the late. Because Katie, when LeBron, D Wade, and Bosh made the big three for the first time, they yeah. went what three and four in the. No, two. Or and, no, two, two and three. Two and four. Two and four. Yeah, two whatever it was. They they so they got multiple rings. Yeah. So I feel like that's the expectation now. I just but I, it's not the reality. Yeah. I, it, I just seen that picture and I was just like, you know, I don't I don't see where people think that that was a failure. Plus anymore. it's the Lakers and so most and, yeah, and most the Lakers. the Lakers most Laker fans. I know you're rational at least, but most Laker fans think that they should basically win. Win the title. Every I mean, year. I, 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 I mean, I don't even know how you make the playoffs with Lamis the playoffs and A didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So it just doesn't. Yeah, um, no, I, it was just it doesn't but, coincide. Okay. But anyways, back to our top five all time. It it really. I mean, 
Carl Malone's not on there and Rodman. Those two, one was an offensive beast and one was a defensive beast. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think there's several players that, yeah. you know, like going all the way back, like Kevin McHale, if you classify him as a power forward, like back then people may have said, oh, my God, he's the best of all time. But now we're just like, who? Yeah. yeah. And so there, there's a lot of players Plus, that I think could be we interchangeable. Didn't, like, we, we didn't watch Carl. We didn't watch Rodman. We watched Duncan, KG. How dirty. Yeah, we, we grew yeah. up with them in the in so their like, prime. That's, so that makes that's the only reason I, I'm not throwing Carl and Rodman in mind. Yeah, that's also. fair. That's fair. I mean, I guess you could say a little glimpse of Rodman. You know, played in the late. And early even I'd years. say Anthony Davis could crank your list if he stayed healthy. But, yeah. I mean, coming out of college, he did take the Pelicans. You know, year Far, one yeah. to the playoffs, but you know, Steph ended that pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 my first year. I don't think it was first year. I think it was his second or third year, because that Might have been. 2015 would have been the year the Warriors dethroned the went. I think it was the year before that that Anthony Davis came because what he was in Kentucky at what 20, 2011? Yeah, he got drafted in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah, so so it was like three or four years that he that he was there, but still from going from Chris Paul to Anthony Davis is a huge change in the Pelicans or. You know. you know, imagine, yeah. imagine if Chris Paul never requested that trade and was still on the still on the Pelicans when they drafted AD. I, they, I don't, they I don't, I don't been, think they would have had. They AD. wouldn't have been there. Chris no. Paul would have won more games for yeah. him. Uh, they could have. They could have. I mean, aside aside from that, as long as we don't have anything else, we can move on yep. to the uh, important part of the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are now. Making our move to the WWE. Blake, will you get up and do the Big E dance for no. us? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Whatever. Austin will, though. So, yeah, Monday Night Raw was last night. I will say, on record, I think this was the best Monday Night Raw that they've had in two the past for two? year. Two for two after Mania? I mean, I think this is the best Raw they've had in the past year. You can quote me on that. You can show me a better Raw. I really don't care. This Raw was fantastic. I I was on the edge of my seat. I was, you know, hyped. I was angry. I was laughing. I was having a good old time watching it. So I, I don't have any complaints about it. Emotional Um, We got to see a lot of different things. Like, we get to see Austin Theory as a champion. We get to see RK-Bro looking like the below tag team. We got to see the Street Profits turn heel. We got to see a glimpse of the Usos. Maybe not. Maybe they I don't know. Not, you know, yeah. we we get to see a, a heel turn. We we got to see Rhea Ripley whoop Liv Morgan. We got to see a wedding. Dun, 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 dun. We we got to see a lie detector test. Absolute class. Beautiful. That's my favorite segment on the show. And then you know we got to see. The new golden boy of WWE that they're trying to portray as a bigger and badder thing, Cody Rhodes, with Rollins fully considering himself a heel. Um, I think this show was wonderful. Uh, my, fa- my favorite moment had to have been the lie detector test. I love Elias. I mean, I mean Ezekiel, Elias's little brother, um, or older brother, whatever it is. Uh, he officially is Ezekiel, not Elias. He's not Elias. He's Ezekiel. Lie detector test confirmed. Yep. That was a lot of fun. Chad Gable, Chad Gable also made a fantastic. Chad Gable is wonderful. <laughs> Shoo! Chad, Chad Gable is wonderful. 
and he got to conduct the lie detector test. Loved I loved it. every second of loved it. it. So if you all want to add, we can add about Raw. I, I mean, I like the AJ Styles Edge segment. My, I forgot even my, my personal pity. I, I thought that what they're going with that is kind of great. Because <coughs> I th- honestly, I think they're, they're going to bring in somebody for AJ. I, I kind of have you a... Know, I kind of have a conclusion. That I, I don't know, but what I will say is Rhea Ripley is either A, going to attack Bianca, or B, join them. Yeah, I think that's going to be the – or even Finn. Possibly Finn joining them too. You know, another thing is maybe they're setting this up so AJ will join them. Eh, I don't see it. Uh, edges, edges pack versus the bloodline? I mean – I mean – That would be dope, but like I just don't see AJ. My question is why would AJ want to do that when he just got out of attack team with Omos? I was just, I'm just saying, like, I think he because probably, what or, else is he doing? Yeah. He's literally think, a mid Carter. I don't think he would want to go titles. back into a faction where he just can't. We just, AJ's being wasted I, on storylines. I think everybody's going to be mid Carter for a while because yeah, the main title is that is also true. The main title is Roman, and then you got one title, you in the United States, which congrats to Austin to theory on winning. But like, other than that, you got nothing. There's no, like, European. There's no other... Addition. Anybody want to take a stab at Austin Theory's real name? Well, I don't want to take a stab at his real name, but... It's Austin. <laughs> no, but... White. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but one thing I want to take away from this show, other, otherwise from being uh, from the clips I saw of it, I think I think most of the clips were all, like, from the show, were all pretty funny and, like, entertaining. But the one thing I would like to take away is that I think... The, the theory title one was a bit underwhelming in my opinion because I was kind of expecting a sort of a mid card feud that that would be like that would be like probably featured on Raw uh, between Finn Balor and Theory for the U.S. title that would take at least to like WrestleMania WrestleMania Backlash or if or if not oh, that I, it would go past going, that I think it's going to they're gonna obviously set up a rematch sometime. no I think um, what they're gonna set up is Theory and Vince McMahon. Versus Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns, where Paul Heyman's going to fight Austin <laughs> Theory. The bloodline holds all the gold. <laughs> or maybe Solo's going to come. Solo, however you freaking say his name. They, yeah. The guy from NXT? He yeah. did just fight for the North American title, and he lost, yeah. which was kind of like a, an eye-opener to maybe he's coming or Bron, Or Braun Breaker. That, I mean, Braun Breaker's one that I think he's a big enough star to be a big, but at the same time, you, you don't, give, you you don't have him, that yeah, yet. You gotta give him something to start yeah, out with. If, yeah. you do, if you do do that way, but like, yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying, though. It's it's gonna be... They gotta, kind of like they're doing with Volta, right? Volta. Volta. Right now, where... Gunta. Volta. Gunta. Whatever his freaking name is. But same thing they're doing with him, you know. He's just looking big and bad. Who knows what they'll do with him. They may say, oh, look at him. He's cool. Ricochet, come here. So, yeah, I mean, you just <laughs> never know. It's just one of those things yeah. where WWE has so much talent. Like, it's, Cody it's, Rhodes. I think right now they don't want anything going on with Roman because he's going yeah. with his injury and all that. Yeah. And so, Cody Rhodes being booked with Seth Rollins, which isn't a bad idea. It's good, good. But it's still, it, it will get tiring after it's a while. It's buying some time. Yeah, it's buying yeah, some time. Yeah, and if, him fighting Kevin Owens last night, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was good. But they had the whole incident of it not ending, Kevin Owens walking out. Trying to build the storyline yeah. a little more, which I'm not mad about. But the promo they did with it was good. Absolutely, absolutely. Promo was great. Yeah. And the WWE has been full of really good promos as of recently. Yeah. Even Roman and Roman yeah. sucks on the mic. Yeah. He's true. getting a lot better, and I, I really like it. Yeah. They're letting Randy let loose and hey, cut some I promos, and he I is love killing it. it. Love it because he's a bro. His uh, I've said it off podcast. I'm going to say it on podcast. I've even mentioned it. 
I think uh, WrestleMania Backlash, since we have to call it WrestleMania Backlash from now on, because it's WrestleMania Backlash and not Backlash, it's WrestleMania Backlash. So WrestleMania wow. Backlash. A, I'm, I'm um, I think the Usos versus RK-Bro will steal the show. I think the Usos yeah. will win. It could lead to a Randy Orton heel turn. It could not. They could actually make it a feud. I really don't know. What I would love to see out of it is Randy a feud between Randy so... and Roman of some sort. And I think that could lead to, you know, maybe Randy doesn't beat him and Randy says, I may not be able to beat you, but I got friends from back then that might. It might be The Rock. It might be Cena. Who knows? <laughs> like, it, it could lead so many routes. I don't know if that will happen. That's just me talking. So, I I who think, am I to talk? I'm not a part of the creative team. I'd love to be, though. Yeah. If you, if you want I'd like my, to see my them contact bring, information, bring, I, can, I can link. Bring Legacy back. Screw it. Head to DiBiase Jr. be Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Just bring back Legacy. I mean, Legacy versus think Bloodline. about it with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. So. Hey, he's, never, be, never be too sure. But that's just, I mean, you can go any way with that, with the Roman. And, cause but, that, yeah, me, me just speaking out loud, let, let's talk about some things that I've been wanting to mention. And, you know, we haven't really gotten around to, but who is someone, you know, let's even say now, then, you know, where, whenever. You could go all the way back to Bruno San Martino, if you uh, want. Who is a dream back feud? Back. Like, not even a match. You want, like, a match at one pay-per-view and then a match at another pay-per-view. You know, just a whole feud you'd love to see. Whoever you want. Just are, two are, random superstars we, or tag teams. Are, we, are we doing just WWE? I mean, if they've been with the WWE ever. I'm, let's, let's do all of them. Is that, is it, you can, let's you, do a WWE feud. Okay. Like two people in the WWE, yeah, yeah, yeah. past and present, present, however you. you want. Like you could say, oh, you know, I'd love to see Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Or you could say, no. I'd love to see Roman Reigns and... The Ultimate Warrior, just just like that, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll do one that's like cross, like you could say any wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that could come with the I want Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins or I mean that, whatever. That would be wrong, Don't get me wrong, but I mean you could say that. Yeah, but yeah. Let, let's do that. Let's let's pick a feud WWE, and let's pick a feud all brands. Just because with the other brands, you know, we have Pentagon that we've never gotten to see the WWE. We got Kenny Omega, we've never got to see uh, the Young Bucks. There, there's tons of them that we've never really well, got to I see mean, in the WWE. If you want to go sick, really, because they were actually in the WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Were, but yeah, they were yeah. underdeveloped, and they're like, oh, we can't do nothing with them, so why not? Nah, get rid of them. Yeah. But no, uh, WWE. Honestly, I, I if I want kind of one, I think would be a great match is uh, HBK versus AJ. I think it's kind of kind of a. I think it's a show a showstopper versus a phenomenal one. I just think that'd be a banger of a match. Be, I'm not I'm not mad about that. I like it, that. Both one. both promo skill, both very talented in the ring. I just that to me would be an interesting and entertaining match the whole way through. Absolutely. I think I would like to see Vince Vince McMahon versus Tony Khan. Okay. <laughs> we said WWE. Well, on WWE. <laughs> like keep it WWE only for now. All right, okay. Vince McMahon versus the US government. Okay. Uh, <laughs> WWE. WWE. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, well, it kind of was WWE. There, <laughs> he had a bit, of, he had a bit of a scandal with them back in the nineties. But sure thing. But uh, I'd what, say what? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> keep it WWE wrestling. But like, uh, but I'd say I'd say honestly, eh, oh, this could pot, this could potentially happen in the, in the near future. But I would honestly like to see you know Roman versus The Rock. In my opinion, the bloodline versus the bloodline. Like, what's the bloodline. The bloodline. Hot. That's battle that's for the bloodline. Line. That's what I, I would say. Battle for the bloodline. Because to be honest, I mean, of course, 
most of them, like Jay and Jimmy Uso, of course, are loyal to Roman. But when they see big old Uncle Rock come in, acknowledge Rock. me. <laughs> you got to show me who the real tribal chief is. And they, one by one, it's go and walk behind the Rock. And the Rock is just going to, you know. Yeah, what's, what, what's what's the rock gonna do? He gonna, he, he gonna he's gonna turn his size six. I don't know whatever his foot is. His turn his size sixteen foot inch boot straight up foot Romans inch. candy. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Foot inch boot. <laughs> so what I'm gonna say, it, it could have potentially there could be a match. I really wholeheartedly don't know. Um, but this is one that I think would be an absolute slobber knocker. Dolph Ziggler. Oh, okay. Hear me out. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me I didn't even say Dolph Ziggler. Hear me out. Hear me out. Dolph Ziggler and HBK. I mean, it's about the same. I think, pretty much I, think, the, I think it'd be the same as AJ, AJ versus HBK. I they're think pretty much kind of the same performance. I, I, I think the, the style that Dolph Ziggler has versus AJ would make it a very, very emotion-filled match it's a lot with of, you. A lot like, of, it, would, it would reel you in as a viewer, and it would reel you in to watch it and be so intrigued by it and just be very invested in what's going on. I, I got another one. I got another one. Uh, another one I was going to say <laughs> would be The the Rock uh-huh. and Seth Rollins. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe. Uh, I'd love to see that. Maybe. The Rock puts on a show while he's in the ring. Rollins puts on a show with the character Rollins has now versus OG Rock. Beautiful match. Absolutely stunning. Well, stunning feud. It'd be a lot of promos. Uh, Rollins comes out dancing and everything, and The Rock just hits him with the eyebrow, and he's like, shut up. Just said anything he says, just nonsense. Yeah. Just, just think about the character Rollins has and how The Rock would portray him. Because if I said like Stone Cold and Rollins, the Stone Cold would just look at him, flick him off, and hit him with a stunner. It, it wouldn't oh, be I, I, just, I just don't think those two matches would be much regardless. Yeah. I, I, I really want though. Uh, let's get the Spirit Squad in. Uh, what's, what's another faction? Let's the Nexus. The Nexus. Nexus be Spirit, Spirit Squad be Nexus. Now, don't tell me that wouldn't be a comedy. Nikki, <laughs> Kitty. I, I want. I want the Shield versus. Uh, Adam Rose from way back when, and just posse in the rosebuds. In the rosebuds. How many? How many rosebuds would it take to take down the shield? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Or hey, even undisputed era versus the shield. That might be a thing. Ever. I do like that. <laughs> that I do like that's that. another good one. I mean, the the red dragon versus. Whoever they're put up against. <laughs> this uh, is I the can't even name one. Uh, you know what I was thinking of? I, I know I just said The Rock and Roman earlier, but honestly, I, I wish this man was still in the WWE right now, but Samoa Joe versus Roman. They've already done that. I, I mean, yeah, time, but they've so done that, but not with the bloodline and all that stuff. Yeah, but... Samoa Joe is not that good. I hate to break it, but Samoa Joe... Not in WWE. Mm. I would say in the WWE, I don't think he was that good. But in TNA, great. Yes. Phenomenal. I think Samoa yeah. Joe lost it whenever he yeah. left TNA. But, I mean, that, that, that happened, that can't, you know? It comes with age when she yeah. goes into the brand. I mean, kind of the same way with Chris Jericho. So, Blake just kind of started it. He can give another one. It doesn't yeah. really matter. But yeah. cross brands, you know? Uh, I think the obvious one's Kenny Omega versus Seth. That's, that's Absolutely. That's, like, that's undoubtedly another. Or even um, uh, Hangman versus Roman. I'd say, for me. I'll like Hangman versus Randy. 
I think that would be an interesting one. That one would be. Now, you know what would be really interesting, in my opinion? Kevin uh, Kevin Owens versus Jay Lethal. How old is Jay Lethal? Oh, he's like 50. <laughs> I was thinking the Bro. same thing. Bro has been in wrestling. Oh, not Jay Lethal. No, I just remembered. Not Jay Lethal. I don't know why I said Jay Lethal. Jay White? Yeah, I was like, Jay, Jay White. White. Oh, yeah, Jay that White. makes a little more sense. Switchblade? Yeah. I, 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 switchblade action? I was thinking of Jay White, but then I said, <laughs> out of nowhere, I said <laughs> Jay Lethal. I'm like, wait Fair a minute. <laughs> no, I, I actually do that a lot. Whenever I saw Jay White, whenever he uh, debuted in... Whatever I don't know if it was the Ring of Honor or the AEW one. Whenever he debuted in it, I was I was really confused because I was like, is, is I was like, when did, yeah. when did Jay White look like this? I thought Jay White was a light skinned guy who used to wrestle AJ Styles on TNA. What is going on? And yeah. I was like, oh wait, that's Jay Lethal. Yeah. I was like, oh oh, here's one, here's one. Hear me out, hear me out. Daniel Bryan, uh-huh. Bryan Danielson. Okay. okay, talk about a match. Banger. <laughs> who wins? How many how many kickouts do you think it'll think there'll be? How many how many yes kicks are happening in this? Too many. Well, we, we can't do the yes chant though. What about we're diving headbutts? <laughs> diving headbutts. <laughs> uh, no, I, honestly, I don't know if y'all remember him, but Chris Morgan from TNA. Yeah, I do remember. Bro, him. he was. I, I don't he, know. He was with uh. Chris Morgan. Chris Daniels. No, Chris. Morgan. Was that not him? No, they they, they that was Chris, that was uh, uh Kazarian, Freaky Kazarian. Oh wait, Chris Morgan. Chris Morgan was the six foot. See, oh no no no! I'm he was the of, blueprint. Uh, the blueprint, Chris Morgan. Okay, okay. We that, wait, that, that no, it, now. it was. It wasn't. Was it? You talking about Matt Morgan? Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. Yeah. Chris, it's a. It's a. Oh my goodness! It's Matt Morgan. The Chris other guy's name is Chris. It, um, it's but but Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. I don't know who I'd put him against, but I just think he was he was very talented. I don't know why I kept saying Chris Morgan. Matt Morgan. That's right. You know what's really interesting? He was actually in the. He was actually in yeah. WWE before he went uh-huh. to TNA. Yep, he was. Yeah. He, he yeah. was the Paul. He was with Paul Heyman in the little. Yeah, he was on SmackDown like big, for for two years, two thousand three, two thousand four. Like, him TNA wise, bro, he was phenomenal. He was athletic, big, could do everything. I think I'd I'd like to send him versus the Undertaker. In my opinion, I think it'd have been a good match. But, you know, so Christopher basically, Daniels and AJ Styles were recurring tag team partners yeah. in TNA. Uh huh. That's yeah. interesting. Bro, they were wild. I used to love Christopher Daniels. Bro, he was he he's he could do he was. A, about this on par with AJ, honestly. And, it, and, it, and I think that man was also in WWE before he went to TNA. A lot of them were. A lot there, of them. There's a lot of people that I'm surprised have not made the jump to WWE like AJ Styles. Like, I, I always felt like, oh, Chris Harris is the guy I was thinking of. Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Are you talking about the guy from Motor Cigarette Machine Guys? Chris Harris? Might have been. No, that's Chris, that's, says, that's Chris Saban. That's Chris Saban. Oh. That's what I'm thinking of. Chris, Chris Saban, yeah. Not Chris Harris. I, yeah. I just saw a picture of Chris Harris. Motors- make sense. <laughs> yes. Chris Saban. That is what I was thinking of. Chris Saban. Or just I like, knew Chris was on something. Or just I know the, Chris. That, that tag team in general. Motor I think that's, that's, I mean, shoot. I'm going to be honest with you. I still want to see DX versus Beer Money. That that will always be something that I want to see. Yes, yes. Or or uh, Beer Money versus uh, <laughs> the Dirty Dogs. Oh, let me tell you, oh, the best tag team in the WWE, the Dirty Dogs, the no, uh, best tag team in the WWE. But, like, I just, I don't know. I mean, there's so many, so many people you could freaking just put in together and just be phenomenal matches. Yeah, yeah. like, we never, like, I'd love to see, I know, I think it, I think it happened on Lucha Underground, but uh, Pentagon, yeah. whatever the rest of his name is, and Rey Mysterio, like, that, that'd always be one that I'd love, I'd love to indulge yeah. in. I think Pentagon with any luchador or like high flyer, like him and Ricochet, I'm pretty sure did a lot of matches. Or yeah, I think I saw I saw one of their matches recently. They did it where they were in where they were both in Lucha Underground, and there was a spot where 
Ricochet. It was either Ricochet or Pentagon. They do they do like a running flying senton off like a big old oh, like yes, big yes. old ledge they in the off, crowd. Yes. They they were and, crazy. And I like Lucha. Yeah. I thought Lucha was a great thing because it, it just and you see a lot of interesting people like yeah. The, yeah. the Phoenix. I think he's in AEW now or yeah. one of them. He's in one of the promotions. I th- I think no. I think that was Ricochet. I think he was the Phoenix. Really? Yeah, I think so because you had Luke, uh, you had Pentagon and uh, Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix, and I think I think Phoenix. No, I think Phoenix was a uh, Ricochet. I know Ricochet was, was a Lucha. I didn't, sure. didn't know which one he was because he wore a mask, but it was obviously uh, Ricochet. But yeah, that match was pretty damn good. The like, yeah, there was there was a lot of Lucha Underground matches. I was very intrigued by Lucha Underground. That was before the whole you know like. AEW and big brands like TNA was there, but TNA had fallen off. I I think uh, maybe after 2011, 2012, TNA just because everybody started going bye bye. Well, let me tell you one thing I would love to see cross brand. This is the one that I've been wanting to say. I want to see Seth Rollins right now, the Seth Rollins Uh character. This versus Matt Cardona. Why? I I I'm, love. I'm just kind of interested. In I why. love Matt Cardona. I love Zack Ryder. I think he's phenomenal in the ring. I think with the heel phase he's at now, and with the phase Seth is, I'd say a week or two ago, with his dancing, singing, oh, oh you know, all that. I think it'd be the perfect mix of Matt Cardona trash talking, Seth Rollins having a great time, and then Seth Rollins puts on a show in the ring. So does Matt. Yeah. So I, I just think it'd be a really good match to watch. I think it'd be a very intriguing storyline. However, they do it. But you know, Tony Khan versus Vince McMahon is always going to be a priority. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Donald yeah, sure. Trump versus Vince McMahon, the second second part, yeah. Battle of the Billionaires. <laughs> Battle of the Billionaires. Battle of the Hairdos. So let, let's do one last topic before we head out. Before we get out of here, I want to know top three. Who are your top three most overrated superstars in the WWE? One at a time, or we're going to go all one? Or just all we three? just go one at a time. Who's number three? Who do you think is the third most overrated superstar in the WWE? Uh, it's kind of an on the spot question. I would probably say Charlotte, in my opinion. Oh, I like that. Charlotte. I like that. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Because we're cleaning, I think, is, are we cleaning both female yeah. and men? Yeah, well, if okay. we're going to do female, then I'm just going to rock out Ronda, Charlotte. Ronda. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte, Naomi, Ronda Rousey. Period. We're done. <laughs> Cut it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, let's mix them. Let's not try to go overboard yeah. because, yeah, I, I literally can name off three. <laughs> I can, so name, I can name off ten women that are yeah. awful. Yeah. So, yeah, I got I got my one. My number one, I can't stand him. I think he's just overhyped. Is it, is it Baron Corbin? No. Uh, Baron Corbin. I, I like Baron Corbin. Um, some, some TikTokers don't like Baron Corbin. Well, I, I mean, to Makes be fair, me I kind of like Baron Corbin, but for what he for, – for what The role, get, the gimmicks thing. For, for what the role he's he's being put in, he does fantastically well with that, it. That, my only thing is they have too many gimmicks for him. If, if they just kind of stick him to one, maybe one thing and let him push that, that was great. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, that, like, I no, he's not. Happy, he's happy he's, Corbin. Not, he's my underrated, that. honestly. He's in my top five underrated. I think Ricochet would be one of my underrated, even though it, the push he's getting so much. Yeah. I actually really like it. So, so who's your number? Who's your three, Blake? Uh, I say it was Charlotte. We're not doing – we're doing the – we're doing – well, yeah, we're doing Just insert one girl. Yeah. Uh, my number three is going to be Shinsuke Nakamura. 
I, I mean, I can, I get it now. I get it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> can't speak a lick of English. He, yeah, that and his he, character he work doesn't qualify. That and his no. character work is basically a big old dip since yeah, he debuted. Yeah, yeah. So my three, bro, this is hard. It's kinda, it is a hard on the spot question. It, it, now thinking about it, now it really because I I can't come up with a two. There's just so many wrestlers, like because like my number one's Hulk Hogan. I I can't I can't stand with Hulk Hogan character at all. Brother, I I just I just think he was just so big in the eighties, ninety, early eighties, late seventies. They got got to go into okay. The- my number two is Yokozuna. I mean, he was good. He was just big. He's big. He's just Ed to me. I'll even yeah. throw Veer in there. God bless. No, we're not gonna talk about Veer. Veer's Veer's in the truck. well. Veer's Veer's future episode. Yeah. coming soon. Yeah, he's coming Check soon. the socials for more information. But I my hope is my I can't stand old Hogan. He was so. Freaking overrated. Promo skills were god awful because he just had brother in every situation. Come on, brother. What are you? <laughs> what are you gonna do when the Hulkster brother? And it's just like, ah, dude, I can't stand you. You're so bad. Can't wrestle. Man, man's finisher's a leg drop. Well, and him. Honestly, I'm gonna say Ultimate Warrior too. I can't stand Ultimate Warrior. Well, I think back then you also have to take into account they they their bodies weren't prepared. They were too busy looking good to worry yeah, about no, I, that, like hitting these crazy moves. I'm not saying that's, yeah, yeah, just, that's just that's that's just not, I'm just saying in general. The move sets were just so bad back then. Yeah. Back then. It was the typical just typical moves and like freaking body drop, the this little frog splash from the ropes, running frog splash. That's what made Ultimate Warrior bad. And Hulk Hogan's leg drop, terrible. Couldn't sell a move to save his life. And I couldn't stand him, honestly. So, I, I, I know I said Yokozuna, but I think my number two, truly, I got to put in, like, Goldberg. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't. There's no, there's no, I don't know why they keep bringing him back. I don't know why they keep doing what they're doing with him. He's just a finisher guy. Like, he comes to the match, he's not yep. going to come and f- wrestle. He's no. going to come and hit a spear, maybe a jackhammer, maybe another spear, maybe a jackhammer, maybe another spear, maybe a jackhammer. And it's just going to continuously go. Maybe a knee to the gut. Maybe another knee to the gut. And then I know who my number one is, and I think it's going to blow a lot of minds. But, Blake, go ahead. You got another one? Uh, no, number two, that's kind of kind of hard for me. Well, not really hard, but, like, there's a lot of people I would consider. But, I mean, probably number two, oh, shoot. This might this might hurt, but I, I, I think it's probably going to be – I think it's probably going to be Diesel or Kevin Nash. I agree. I, I, I don't, don't mind that. I, I like his WCW thing. WWE thing, they killed it. I, that was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was fun in the NWO, yeah, but yeah. That, besides that, yeah. I think he was overrated. He was a sidecast of Shawn Michaels in the, and, and the WWF, and, and then going to the WWE. And the fact that he um, basically, he won, he basically after he split with Shawn Michaels, he won the championship in eight <laughs> seconds, and he got pushed right out of the gate uh-huh. during the mid-90s. During when WWE was getting their butts kicked by WCW in the Monday Night Wars, and the fact that he couldn't wrestle at all, because he was, cause you know, he do that, do that, do that terrible knees and everything. Yeah, and he's seven foot. It's kinda, yeah, it's so it's, it goes back to those things. It's kind of hard to book certain people with certain, and it's just it doesn't work. Man, yeah. I just had a number one, and I can't remember who I was thinking of. 
I so, am distraught now. I'm, I'm kind of glad because I hope if it's who I think it is, I will be very disappointed and I might leave the podcast. Who are you thinking? I might honestly say Stone Cold. Oh, no, no, no. I would, Wait, okay, you're saying number two? or I, I, I had a number two, one. I don't know who I had, honestly. I, I just kind of get just a couple people that I just thought were very, very bad. You know, I, I didn't like, like if I, if I had to choose one from this generation, like current. Oh. <sighs> At first, I, I at first I kind of did the Roman at first, but then I kind of started liking the Roman character through the years. Um, I I I I think when Wade Barrett was around, I think he was overrated. I didn't think he was good, I, and it was kind of a weird one. I think he he wasn't yeah really, he wasn't good. They, I kind of get that. They kind of pushed him for no no weird reason. I didn't really like it. Um, there was another one. Oh. Uh, General Hall overrated. They oh, they gave yeah. they gave him a push that didn't deserve it, and just because you know just because they did the whole thing with Saudi Arabia, and I understand the, the the money side of the situation, how that brought in views and money, and but like overrated tra- trash. He was in three and B, not even two years before he won a title. Trash. So uh, I think who I would go with as number one, I think it's a tie. And I think an honorable mention, I'm going to say, this may hurt some feelings, but I think my honorable mention is going to be Drew McIntyre. I think he's very overrated. I don't think he's good in the ring. I I don't like anything he does. His move was so bad that when he was doing it, the whole DDT thing, it, it just reminded me of um, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, and how much better he did it. But my number one... It's a tie between two people that I think are both overrated and ridiculous. Edge and Bret Hart. The Bret Hart one, I don't... Uh, the only thing I like uh, about Edge is that he helped two years of John Cena's career, and that is it. That's all. That's all I like about Edge. Everything else I hate. I hate it when he won the Rumble. You didn't like I hate it when he returned. I hate it when he came back from the broken neck and started fighting again. I hate what he's doing with AJ right now. Did you, did you, I, did you, I hate it. Did you like Rated RKO? No. You hated it? Yes. I thought they were slowing down Randy. I like Randy I like more against Cena than I liked Edge. Well, yeah, Randy's yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff sucked. I, I like the, the tag team part of that because like, it would have been unfair if they just had I don't think Edge is a good competitor. I, I mean, he doesn't really have a moveset. Like, the execution's cool, but it's like it, it's just something we've seen. Yeah. The spear, his spear sucks. Yeah. His spear is the worst spear ever. I'd rather watch Brock spear people. I don't know. Goldberg is up here, I think. I think Goldberg's spear. Back in the day, he used to hit it, hit it, and didn't care. But now, I mean, he's... I think I think Christian Spear was a lot better than it is. My opinion. Hitman did it like, for one year before he WWE booted his ass. Yeah. But the whole Bret Hart, I don't know. Bret Hart, that's a hard one. I I kind of can't. I, to be fair, I kind of can't agree with Bret Hart because I think I think he's one of the best technical wrestlers of all yeah, time. Yeah, I think he. I, that, that's, so. I mean, I understand. It's, that's our opinion, but like, that's just a hard. I think all the storylines with Bret were just time killers. I think. If you have to compare, you got to compare Brett and HBK, and I think HBK is far, far superior, oh, yeah, yeah, better, yeah, etc. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's really the main feud he had. And every other nice one, cold. it wasn't really good. Yeah, hit the Stone Cold and one. It was the only great. thing Brett really gave us was the sharpshooter. But now it's just like the sharpshooter is a move that people do now that it doesn't even mean anything, and they changed the name of it. I do remember my number one now. 
So scratch that. I have a number one, full number one. Edge and Brett can scoot down a little bit because <laughs> my overall number one overrated wrestler, ridiculously overrated, ridiculous, Chris freaking Jericho. He is not good. He has never been good. He never will be good. <laughs> Chris Jericho is trash. Chris Jericho is hot garbage. The only reason he prospers is because he's good on the mic. In the ring, he sucks. He has that one lion saw off the freaking middle rope. People are doing freaking Phoenix splashes off that. I don't care about that. He's fat. All I'm going to say He's is fat. Chris Jericho sucks. Stick to singing. You were not that good. Congrats. You helped build AEW. Where, what are you doing now? Absolutely nothing because you are not good. Easy, calm down. Oh Lord, have mercy. I, I I take it that if we have uh, just a fair warning, if we had uh, if we have any AEW fans listening Ju- to this podcast Judas right fans, now, um, we're sorry for his. Uh, uh, yeah, we apologize for his uh, his rant. <laughs> it is his opinion, sorry. and some of us may not agree with it. But to be fair, it's his opinion all, and we respect it. But. Don't attack us, please. Please don't attack us. Don't come after our next. But no, yeah. on the Bret Hart one, I, I think he had a couple of feuds. Stone Cold one. He, him I'm Stone over Bret Hart now. I no, no I know. Chris but like, no, I, I'm just kind of thinking about it. Chris Jericho sucks. Bret Hart and Stone Cold feuds is amazing. I, I will say, though, Bret Hart, I, it was really funny. My favorite version of Bret Hart was actually towards the end of his WWE run. I'm talking from like mid to mid, n- mid, ni- mid 96 to all the way to Bret. all. Yeah, no, true. from mid '96 all the way to Brett screwed Brett um, Montreal screwed job Brett Hart. Like, so we were born in '99. How in the world do you remember '96? Well, not I. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I'm well, not I mean, saying. All like right, that. let's close out the show. <laughs> I'm not saying it like I remember, but but like from like watching close of it on the internet and stuff, my I would say his run his run from mid '96 all the way to when he got all the twenty left at Survivor Series '97 at the end of his WWE run was the best version of Bret Hart ever. The heel turn, his mat, his rivalries Bro, with Stone Cold. On hold on, hold on, I gotta get it out of my system, Blake. Oh my gosh, what? You just made. You just list. made the list. Oh my god. Well, you can't tell me that. No, that was a comedy. Stupid bro. comedy, bro. Stupid comedy. All right, let's get this over with. Let's wrap this. Everybody up. made the list. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. you, the viewers right now, you all are about to make the list. You just oh, made the list. Yep. So, a Rocky podcast, um, episode five. We're going to also drop a poll, or not predictions, we're going to drop a poll asking opinions. How would you feel if we added a fourth member as a guest? Every so often, you know, we may make certain seasons, you know, season one is the up and coming, the beginning, season two may be getting into it. You know, if we start getting a little bit of reactions, responses, we may even break it off and make like, this is an hour long episode on the podcast channel. We may make some YouTube skits, you know, we may make some some TikTok skits, some shorts, you know, things that could range from, you know, a little 10-minute video game show type thing to a little 30-second. All right, Blake, I want you to finish this line right now. Blank is the best superstar in the WWE right now. Great colleague. Great colleague. (laughs) So, just things like that. We may spice it up. So, remember, always be aware. We may be dropping things at random times without telling anybody. At A Rocky Podcast, Instagram, Twitter. everything you can think of. We we are active on TikTok. We reply to comments on TikTok. We try to keep a good following on TikTok. Clips are going to be dropped from this. So, 
if you have listened to this and you want to see how the reactions actually unfold, especially when I said Kyle Kuzma was the best power forward, the reaction was priceless. You've got to check it out on the TikTok. <laughs> so, at a Rocky podcast yes. on the TikTok, just straight up. But for now, oh, it's been real. Gold. It has been fun. we got to get out of here, though, and get the job done. We need to release this. We need to break this out to the fans. So... A Rocky Podcast, Episode 5, wrapping it up. It's Cameron, Austin, and Blake, and we're signing off. See you later. Catch you on the next one. Catch you on the flip side. See ya. Woo!